What's up, guys? Welcome back to another episode of Married to Reality. I'm your co-host, John, here with my wife and co-host. If she ever duetted with another man, I'd probably start taking apart her car. It's the <laughs> one and only Teresa. Hello, everyone. How's everyone doing? Don't you ever duet with another man. Do well. Excuse me? <laughs> I think that's what he was saying. That I saw you dueling other men. No, he was trying to say duet. You know when two people sing together. Well, yeah, yeah, but no. I think he was saying it was saying dueling. He, the way he said it was off, to, yeah. to say the least. But I thought he was saying duetting, unless maybe TLC was just being kind for once and was putting duet in the subtitles. Oh. I'm pretty sure I saw duet. I'm pretty sure I wrote down dueling. Well, you, you're pretty like notorious. Like the dueling pianos. Therese, you're pretty notorious for... Dueling? No, for typos. Uh, it's no! How, Teresa, how do you no! think... No! Teresa, how do you think we got lavender? Well, that's my iPad. Right. Well, that's all. I'm not totally blaming you. I'm, <laughs> I'm blaming you for not going back and double checking your work. Oh, but no. <laughs> you, you are notorious or your iPad is notorious for writing the wrong thing. Duetting's not a right, a real word. So that's why I don't, is duetting? I'm think, sure it is. Sounds real. Duet for certain. Yeah. Of but if you are doing, if you're duetting someone at the moment, you're duetting. We're duetting. Doing it. We're, du we're duetting. Maybe. You don't say I'm doing, I'm doing a duet. Let's do it right now. Type it into your iPad. Type duetting and see if it autocorrects it to something okay. else. D-U- I know how to type it. I'm just please. trying to fill space so please. people don't have silence. <laughs> Come on. Be professional. Oh, it's real. Duetting? Yeah. Huh. It means, well, maybe not. It says just duet. No, I meant type it into your iPad where you oh. take notes. And we're, Come on. We're doing an experiment here. Okay. We're going to see if it corrects it to dueling or okay. if it allows it. Okay. D-U-E-T-T. It's all good. It's all good. It's not even underlined. Really? Underlined. Oh. Where'd you write it? Oh, yeah, duetting. Well, here's why. Capital D. I what think do you mean? Because it's now it's a proper noun. I don't think it's going to correct it. Anyways, this is... What are you talking pretty, about? It's pretty... Okay, duetting, lowercase d. Same thing. Huh, interesting. All right, who knows? Maybe he said dueling. One thing's for sure. Angel and Michael were dueling. On this episode. Oh my gosh. When are, are they not? Angela gets so like aggressive. She goes from zero to 500 as soon for as, no reason. As soon as she's out of his presence, though, she immediately cools down and gets emotional. It's like, I miss him now. But that's the thing. That's what I said before. Like, I don't know what it is with her. She does getting softer. She's like, oh, I love him. I still love him. And then she just loses her shit. I'm like, oh my gosh, like Michael's getting attacked. That's the sign in her case of immaturity and something that I feel like I've grown into and I feel like most people do is thinking before they act. And so a lot of people, their impulse would be, I'm going to freak out. I'm going to say what's on my mind. I'm going to get angry. I'm going to kick tables. But then you mature and you grow up and you think, wait a minute, before I do that, I know I feel like doing it. It's not like you just stop feeling angry when you get older, but you just start thinking before you act. Mm. She needs to start thinking before she acts and think, how am I going to feel? Because when she walks away and she calms down, she's like, I feel bad. I miss him. I love him. Right. She needs to think that before she acts. And that's the sign of maturity. Yes. But also I think 
her losing her shit, basically standing up. She's like a bear, right? She, she stands up. Uh, you get yourself, you make yourself bigger than the other person. I think that's her sign of power. That's how I, uh, she. Yeah. How she is in power. How sure. she makes him scared. Well, she can't use her words. So, yeah, she has to use physical force and I mean, presence. she loves saying bitch. So, I think right. that comes with it. Right. Imagine right. if a grizzly bear was saying bitch when he's attacking someone. That would be Angela. Okay. I think... <laughs> <laughs> I don't want to just get all of our thoughts out on Angela right oh, now. Oh, so that's I think, right. You know, we're not in the pod just yet. Not we're, just yet. We're easing our way in. Before we go full pod on you guys, a little housekeeping. We would love if you followed us on Instagram at uh, Married to Reality Pod. It's a good time over there. We keep you updated over there. We post memes sometimes. We post news, but primarily we talk with you guys. Yeah, we talk mostly with me, guys. I love it. We love it. John sneaks in the background. Let's she take goes. A peek. Yeah, he goes in, sneaks a peek. So. He's not being left in the darkness, but yeah, when you guys send us your thoughts, I love it. When you send us articles, you see I shared with John, so he's aware. We love it. Please keep doing it. Yeah, and, and send us by the ways, because one of my by yeah. the ways this week is from a friend of yeah, ours. Yeah, I love it. So, yes, that's at Married to Reality Pod on Instagram. Also, if you're following the Instagram, you should join the Patreon. There's a lot. I can't even stress enough how much is going on on the Patreon right now. There is the single life coverage, of course. That's that's the main event over yes. there. But we're just dropping bonuses left and right. For the family affair level, we just dropped the real love boat. Yes. It was a real shit show. But <laughs> <laughs> it's an interesting show. I don't know if we'll follow up on that and do another one. But I feel like I might want to watch it. Just for myself. Well, we have with you. Obviously. We have two in the bank because I think there's three episodes out now. We only covered the first episode, oh, so we could watch. We could watch. But we also dropped again for the family affair, real girlfriends in Paris. Yes. Okay. But then for everyone, we dropped. Well, not. I don't know if we did it for no, not for our friends with benefits, but for cousins club and family affair, we dropped love is blind after the altar. Yes. And that, that. and that was a three-part recap. That was exciting. And then it all leads up to the end of this month where we're dropping a Halloween extravaganza podcast. Yes. It's a Halloween special and we may or, or may, may not. not be in costumes. So you're going to, yeah. yeah I was going to say, we've been teasing it up so much, so <laughs> we better deliver, John. We better <laughs> deliver. I'm really trying to think what we can do to, to make the teasing worth it, but we'll figure out something. And the only way for you guys to find out what we do or do not do is get on the Patreon. We're going to give it to every level, whether you're friends with benefit or you are family affair, everything in between, you'll get the Halloween bonus. So get on the Patreon. There's no bad time to sign up for Patreon because there's subscription billing now. So you don't get charged at the first of the month. That would suck for a Halloween bonus if people signed oh my up gosh, yeah. for the 31st and then they got charged on the first. No, if you sign up on the 31st, You'll get charged November 31st and yes. then December 31st. So we love the Patreon. We're having fun over there. We hope you guys are too and, and join. Well, here's, here's the secret. Our patrons aren't listening to this right now. That's very true because... We, we cut out the housekeeping. Yeah. So if you're sick of us doing this and you're sick of the ads, just join the Patreon. You get all of it for free. I mean, for free. Ad free. Ad free. Yeah. Minus the housekeeping. Yeah. 
So, so yeah, so none of that housekeeping, none of the ads. That's for every level, starting at the lowest tier. So Patreon.com, Married to Reality, enough of that. Next on the list is following this podcast. Yes. You follow the Instagram, you're on the Patreon. Follow this podcast, wherever you're listening. It doesn't matter what platform. We're platform agnostic. We, we want people to listen everywhere, but we want to make sure you're following the podcast so whenever we drop an episode, it comes right to your device. You don't have to think about it. Boom, you got it. Press play, you're listening. It's so easy to do. You look down, you smash that follow button. <laughs> that was really good, by the way. But guys, smash it like it's as hot as the one and only, my favorite country in the world. It's the Czech Republic. I saw that coming from 4,000 miles away. <laughs> How could I not? I was. How could I not? I was about, about 20 minutes ago. I was about to ask, hey, do you have a smash no. like it's hot? And then I said, I know what she's going to do. How could I not? How could you not? It would be disrespectful if you didn't and smash listen, it as hot. Let me add one more thing to the Patreon debate oh, or oh. the Patreon promotion. <laughs> I don't think anyone's debating. Dueling, debating. No. The Patreon promotion, guys. You guys know we love winter and the fall. We always talk about it. There's so many reasons why we love it. But also, October, Halloween, November, Halloween, Turkey Day, and December, it's Christmas Uh-oh. and New Year. I know where she's going with this. Just like we I know where she's going We are going, going to be dropping specials on top of our specials for all these special occasions on the Patreon. John doesn't know. He doesn't know. I just but I know. I, I know. And for the November special... Guys, tune in because I love Thanksgiving. All right. For the for the December, I'm a sucker for Christmas. So it's gonna be good. All right. You heard it here first. I guess we got a lot more work to do. <laughs> Patreon.com slash Mary Reality. All right, and last but not least, we love love. If you guys haven't left a review, please do. It's the it's the free way to support the pod. Really, it helps us get out there, it makes us feel good. We read the five star reviews on this podcast right here. Do and you I have get, any? I got a new one right, that I'm, right. I'm going to read from our friend Sin City Nobre. Okay. Hello, Sin City Nobre. Titled New and Loving It. Welcome. New and Loving It. New uh, new listener, although this is a few months old. So I love it. New I'm and ca- Loving It. I'm catching up. You guys are heeding my call and you're leaving reviews and I, I love it. Keep more than them I, coming, guys. Keep them coming. I love it more than I can explain, but it just means we're backed up and reading them. So this one's a few months old. So she's or he is no longer new. Still loving it, I hope. Here we go. <laughs> Five stars. Teresa's stories are the best. Oh. You never know what you'll hear on these recaps. I wish they lined us up for Nutella tastings at my school when I was little. <laughs> that was a wild story, guys. If, if you guys are new and loving it and you don't know about the Nutella story, I wish I could tell you what episode we covered that on because you should go back and listen. But long story short... I don't know. Nutella had some fancy marketing promotion tie-in with Teresa's schools, and they'd call an assembly. Not just with my school, with like a lot of Czech schools. They just—it was a Nutella day. They come in, we each get a little piece of bread with Nutella. We call it—we called it a day. We call it a Nutella day. <laughs> we, we all are Sin City Nobre. We all wish that happened at our schools, but listen, they did but not. it worked. You bought it. I went home and told my parents how much I loved it, and they bought it. There you go. <laughs> all right. Thank you, Sin City Nobre. Beautiful review. We all love Teresa's stories. So thank you for that. If you haven't left the review, please do. And if it's a five-star, we'll read it on this podcast, the one we're doing right now. Yes. All right. Before we get into the episode, should we do a little 90-day, by the way? Sure. All right. A couple quickies over here because I'm ready to get into the episode. So a couple quickies. Number one, last week we heard... She made $500 a paycheck, barely enough to bribe anyone with the cow. 
Are you talking about Kim? Talking about Kim. Well, now she's posted. She's left her job at Mimi's Cafe in San Diego. Mm-hmm. She's no longer at Mimi's Cafe. She started a new adventure. Wait, what was she doing at Mimi's Cafe? Was she a barista? No, I'm, I'm going to guess waitress, but I could totally be wrong. Okay. I don't know why I'm guessing waitress. I'm generalizing when I hear cafe. I think most jobs are wait staff, but I could okay. be wrong. Okay. She could, who knows? Maybe she was the manager. I don't I know. I don't know. I, I don't just know. think 500 a paycheck. You probably, maybe that doesn't include tips. Add that in. I don't know. All right. She left that job. All right. And now she's starting as the receptionist at Kona Kai Resort and Spa. All right. Good for her. I felt like we did a couple, by the ways, two in a row, actually, where we kind of shat on Kim. We shat on her ex-husband who's locked up. Then we kind of shat on her for fraudulent Her ex-husband who was locked up when they got married. True. So I just feel like let's let's shine a little light on Kim. And she's got this new opportunity. And I looked this place up. Pretty nice. Okay. We could go for our anniversary if you want to head to San Diego. Rooms start at around $400 a night. So it's a nice nice place. It's a nice place. At the tip of Shelter Island. I don't know if you're familiar with Shelter Island Island. in San Diego. But here's the thing. So I was doing my research, as I do, as a journalist, Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. reading the website, booking a couple (laughs) of rooms. And I saw it said in one of the amenities, like the highlights, Mm -hmm. 24-hour front desk. Oh, boy. So then I just started thinking, poor Kim's definitely like handling the 3 a.m. shift. But that's good. Is it? You know why it's good? Because you can talk to Usman. Usman, yeah, mm-hmm. you're you're so right. The time change. I wonder mm-hmm. if they're still together. Obviously, I don't know. We'll find out probably more towards the end of the season. But that's a great point. If she's up, they could be on a similar schedule. But go say hi to Kim. Go check out the Kona Kai Resort and Spa and pay her a visit. Say hello and then let us know if you see her there. Yeah, let us know. All take right, your, take a pic. Congrats, yeah, congrats to Kim. <laughs> Maybe she can afford a better cow. Next time. (laughs) All right. By the way, number two. And thanks to our friend Maya for this one, for sending this one in via the messenger, via the Instagram. Get on that Instagram. Send us some hot tips, some hot leads. This past Friday, Benny, Avarian Benny, just had his latest MMA fight. Yes. Okay. You, you're very distracted. You're doing your hair for a no, second. No, my hair was like stuck to my eyeball. It's really annoying when it happens. Okay. You don't have long hair. You don't understand the struggle. <laughs> you don't understand, John. I don't. I don't. I Keep grew down in college for a year. Well, for like nine months. And then I. How long? It wasn't that long. A little okay. bit. It was like it was almost like a hockey flow. Oh, look at like little, like a little mullet. Well, my hair is like too, a little mullet. A little is mullet. That what was happening? Yeah, yeah. Um, my hair is like too puffy mm-hmm. to really fall properly. So mm-hmm. I always had to take a shower, put a hat on, and then it would kind of push mm-hmm. it down. It didn't look bad. I kind of liked it, but I know what your hair is gonna look like you in know, thirty or forty years. I know years, how you so. know. Yes, <laughs> <laughs> like father, like son. Um, okay, so Benny had his fight on Friday night. He fought Anthony Sipe. In California, here's the big news. He won, which makes Benny undefeated. Three for three. He's fought three times. He's won three times. That's awesome. It was a TKO in the second round. Mm -hmm. Technical knockout. And good for him. You can watch the fight on YouTube. You can just search like Benny M. Shibre MMA. His fight will come right up. He's leaning into the 90-day thing because they introduce him 
when they call him into the ring, oh, next into the ring, they say, you seen him on 90 Day Fiance, uh, baby, Benny, cool, and, like, he goes okay. in. So he's totally owning it. He's using that 90 Day. All right. Well, why not? Yeah. Why he, not? He's delivering. He's clearly pretty good at yeah. fighting. I know. Like, I read the message from our friend Ma- Maya. Mm-hmm. I'm sorry. <laughs> I think I it's Maya. I don't want to butcher, I don't want to butcher anyone's names, but you know who you are, our friend. And I was like, yeah, this is really cool. Obviously, I don't understand any of this MMA stuff. Is sure. that like he's in the UFC? No, I mean, he one day hopes to be, oh. but there's lower, how there's minor league sports, there's okay. minor league MMA. He's in the lower okay. rungs, but he's doing well. So he could work Do you make a, money? I think, yeah, okay. I think you have to. I don't think much. But if you're going to take a pounding like that, I don't think you'd do that voluntarily. Mm. People are going. People are buying tickets. Mm, so okay. if, if someone's making money, I would hope the fighters are. Okay. But who knows? There's a whole thing with the UFC about those fighters, the top fighters being underpaid. So maybe these lower level leagues aren't. I mean, that Irish dude is always in gold. So I don't think he's underpaid. Conor McGregor? Yeah. No, he's he's paid handsomely, but he also has sponsorships and whatnot. All right. We don't know anything about this. All right. But that's 90 day, by the way. Thank you, Maya, for that second story. Nice. And yeah, keep the stories coming if you guys got them, because it's, it's hard out there for a journalist. <laughs> yes, guys, keep them coming to help John out. All right. Shall we do it? Shall we get into it? The reason we're here, Sunday night, 90 Day Fiance, season seven, episode nine, happily ever after. Question, Question mark. mark. Should we, should we just make Teresa homesick right now? Should we do it? Let's make Teresa homesick again because I was getting very homesick as we watched it. Yes, guys, we are going to talk about Jovi and Yara first. Traveling in a white sweatsuit, Jovi, is a bold move. Very bold move. I, I don't think I would travel in a white t-shirt and jeans. I mean, you're having coffee. There's turbulence. You dirty planes, your baby throws up. Like he was head to toe white sweatsuit mm-hmm. and it gave me anxiety. I don't think I ever travel in anything but black. I'm that serious. Well, our our outfits are 90% black. That's very true too. So, but yeah, you, you, I don't know. He's such a good traveler too. I look at him and I go, really? This is what a seasoned traveler reaches for when they're traveling internationally with their newborn baby. Not newborn, but young baby. This is what you go for all white? Just accident waiting to happen? I mean, Yara was wearing very, very light pink, so it's the same thing. I guess. Yeah. So maybe they tied the go sticks. I mean, they're on TV. They gotta, gotta look they gotta look good. All right. So... Yes, Yara, as we saw last time, waited for Jovi to get home before going to Europe. And it was twofold. She goes, I realize Jovi's worried about me, so I can wait for him so he he doesn't stress as much. But also, Jovi can help with Mila. Yes. Well, her mom can help with Mila, and we'll get that. That's the whole European mentality. Traveling. Well, was he? No, he wasn't, but <laughs> the idea, the idea of, okay, if I need to go to the bathroom on the flight, I can stick Milo with Jovi and I can go to the bathroom. True. Well, so Mama Gwen comes with the dog, Stella. We've never seen Stella before. No. She had a little screen time on she, this episode. <laughs> she was finding her way into every shot, even when she wasn't <laughs> supposed to be, I feel like. But she came to pick them up because she's going to drive them to the airport. And so as they do, Mama Gwen 
I love Mama Gwen, but she needs a map. She needs a something. Because she's saying, Jovi, have you learned any Ukrainian and Hungarian? Why would he learn Hungarian, Mom? Gwen? Uh, well, Mama Gwen? <laughs> I hope, I don't know, I hope she knows her in-laws better than we do. Maybe they also speak Hungarian. I know oh. you don't speak Hungarian necessarily in Czech. No, you don't speak Hungarian at all. I don't understand Hungarian. Right. And I'll tell you what, we don't speak Russian or Ukrainian or Polish either. Those are different languages. A lot of languages. people speak Russian in well, Czech. Well, if you were born before 1970, then you there is a chance that you yes. speak Russian. But I when when Gwen said that, I don't think she was that ignorant. I feel like well, her... Yara's mom must speak Hungarian. Why would she just pull Hungarian out? That's I'm surprised she even knows Hungary is a country. Well, they met in Hungary, and I think she just she's maybe she's one of the people who just think all these countries are the same, which is horrible. And I hope she's not. Yeah. I hope she'll prove me wrong at some point. But right now, I have to put her in that bucket of ignorant people who think all these countries speak the same language. I was more bothered by Joey's response. Well, I w- well, let's talk about that. <laughs> which was. If if I'm going to communicate with Yara's mom, then she should just learn English. And here's the thing. He was probably joking. I'm going to give him the benefit of the doubt and say he was joking. But even if he was, that's not the humor that we need to display to the rest of the world. Because people already look at Americans and go, here we go. Americans, they think they're the best. They think mm-hmm. they know everything and everyone should bow to them. And And I don't think that's true. Of course, there are some Americans that think that, but many don't. He's just he's just perpetuating that stereotype when he's like, yeah, she should learn English. Yeah, I hope he's joking. But Mama Gwen is like, Joby. <laughs> so she earned some points back um, yes, from yes. the Hungarian comment, but okay. Yes. Um, and speaking of Mama Gwen, so now her big concern isn't Russia accidentally dropping a bomb in the wrong country. That's, she's <laughs> no longer worried about that. She's worried Yara may stay. In another country. So let's let's kind of digest this, right? Yara cannot stay. Or if she did, she could stay as a as a refugee from Ukraine. She can stay in the Czech Republic. They would issue her some visa. She would get a support, right? Ukraine is not EU. No. No. Okay. But but we were accepting certain amount of refugees and so was Germany and so was Poland. Like we all were accepting Ukrainian refugees, right? Okay. So there is a way for her to stay in the Czech Republic if she apply for a refugee status or something, something, right? Mm-hmm. But she's she just got her green card. I don't know. Well, I know it for a fact that you cannot be outside the US for more than six months. No. And, then, and, and sorry to interrupt you, but Yara said that to Gwen in a past episode. It was like, I just have to come back every once in a while. Yeah, but She's going to get flagged. Okay. People are not, Americans are not going to like it saying, hey, you don't live here. So why, why do you have the status when you don't live here? I don't know for certain whether she was saying she would stay in check because this is early on, I imagine, in the war. And so she might be thinking, well, if this thing ends in the next week or so, I'll go live in Ukraine and help rebuild and Okay. Stay there. I'll give you that. So that's a good point. But let's say Yara could potentially stay in the Czech Republic, right? Mm-hmm. Joby cannot. Even though they're married? She's not a citizen. Right. She, she, he's not a refugee of Ukraine. Right. He is an American. He can go for 90 days. He cannot work. He can only travel. So, and then he has to leave the European Union after 90 days. 
cannot do anything for a living unless he get visa. If she, yeah, if he got a visa or she somehow got citizenship, then she's she, gonna get citizenship like this. That's yeah. just not. Yeah, I mean, this is a little out of her getting the citizenship for the Czech Republic. You have to live there for I'm gonna five to six years, and then you can and you have to be there legally. Really? Mm-hmm. You have to presently live in the Czech Republic to get a citizenship. Okay. I mean, I think it's all a pipe dream. I don't think she's gonna go permanently back to Europe. I no. think she loves the States and what's been afforded to her in the States. But of course she is homesick. And especially you add on top of just normally being away from your country for a year or two, you add on the stress and fear of a war. Yeah, of course your natural instincts going to be like, I need to go there. I, got, I can't be at home. I got to go with my family. Oh, 100%. And I feel for her very badly, but I was trying to explain to her friends who might be wondering, saying yeah. that, yes, Yara may be able to, right? Yeah. Legally. Yeah. Not Jovi. Yeah. So they get to the airport. Poor Mila was not happy to leave Mama Gwen. She yeah. was in tears. And it it was an emotional segment top to bottom for me. This added to the emotion, seeing Mila get so upset. But there was some comic relief when just over the shoulder, you kept seeing the <laughs> semi-swell dog in the car window. <laughs> Stella. So, yeah, just being adorable. Being an adorable yeah. I like the dog. It was a cute dog. So they board the plane. They take off. Did they fly a normal plane internationally? It seemed like three seats and three seats. You know why? Because they are in New Orleans. There is no direct flight for New Orleans. But I know. So I thought, okay, they're going to fly to JFK or they're going to fly to. It seemed like when they landed, they were still in that three and three. So there is a a chance they flew no, hypothetically, no Uh. to Atlanta. Atlanta to Frankfurt and then Frankfurt to the Czech Republic. But international three and three. It's such think a small it. type plane. I think about it. No, no, no. Did, did you just hear me? I'm saying when they, oh, oh, oh. They flew because so how, hard, see the how hard it was for us to find a flight from Florida with only one layover. Yeah. And, yeah. and honestly, you can. It gets, it gets very expensive. Two layovers are more easy plus with a kid you want that you want to leave the plane walk around a little bit change the baby so i'm pretty sure they they had like two layovers and that's why you saw two smaller planes okay that could be so ahoy they arrive in the czech republic ahoy yara's mom olga this is the first time we've really met olga yes We've, we've now seen her on some screens but we meet olga she looks very eastern european just saying. Yeah. <laughs> she, she is. <laughs> oh, no. I'm just saying, like, she does look very Eastern European. Look who is talking. I don't look. I, uh, I look Euro- excuse me? I look European Excuse me? I look European AF. <laughs> I know. I know. Your whole family does. Really? Yes. Yes. Is it because of my grandma's purple hair? You've all got a beautiful Eastern Eastern European, no, essentially we're central. central. Euro- we're Central yes. Europeans. My, okay. My apologies. Okay. So Olga's there. She's got the flowers, a beautiful embrace. I mean, this is two and a half years in the making. Mm-hmm. And Teresa, you know something about this? That's and I, literally what we just experienced. Two and a half years thanks to COVID nineteen. I didn't get to. I didn't get to see your beautiful embrace with your beautiful Central European looking family because you yeah, went before they, me. Yeah, you they pulled came, a, a Yara. What Yara wanted to do. They came to pick me up forty five minutes late because they didn't do the math right. Ooh. So I was waiting at the airport <laughs> for forty five minutes 
I was very close to buying a cigarette, so <laughs> I didn't. How was the, how was the embrace? Talk to me about the embrace. Did they bring you flowers? No, they brought me a rohlik. Oh, that's nice. Mm-hmm. That's mm-hmm. better than flowers. Mm-hmm. Made with flour. Yes, that's very true. So, all right. They start heading to the hotel, and Joby is driving, making me very nervous because he... I guess he drives more now, but the first time we saw him, the first season, he was always in an Uber. He Mm -hmm. never drove. And we thought, oh, does he know how to drive? Does he have a license? Does he have a suspended license? But now he's just landed in Europe and he's getting behind the wheel. Made me a little nervous. I have to give him some kudos because driving in Prague is a shit show because of the trams. Ooh. Like you don't, you have to know how to, I, I personally, I don't fully know how to, how to drive around these trams. And when I say trams, I don't mean when you go to Tampa, there is the one tram or you go to another city. Prague is filled with trams. We have a metro, but there are so many trams and you just need to know how to to ride with the the trucks. I keep hearing tramps, like Lady (laughs) in the Tramp. No. Like Prague is filled with tramps. (laughs) That's why I got out of there. It's too tram, many tramps. Tram, guys. The yeah. little, it's like a trolley. Yeah, yeah. But yeah, this is how difficult it is, right? A few months back, Jaromir Jager got hit by a tram in Prague. Luckily, he was in his Kia and nothing happened to him. The Kia looks like a can, why like was, an opened can. Why was he in a Kia? For, yeah, for, you, you realize 95% of our audience has no idea who Yarmir Yager is. Yarmir Yager is the, the Czech hockey legend and the hockey legend in general. Yes. <laughs> he so, had quite the career here in the States. Yes. And, he, you know, he is almost 50. He's been driving his whole life, but he got hit by a tram. Yikes. So that's how difficult it is to drive in Prague. I'm not even he joking. Got, he got screwed by a tramp too <laughs> a few years back. Didn't, didn't some didn't some lady take a photo oh, of him? Oh yeah, when he was, like he hooked up with someone, and after a sexy time when he took a nap, she took a pic. Yeah, that's, that's messed up. <laughs> All right, so while they're in the car, here we go. Classic, classic scene with Yaren Olga talking in Hungarian. I'm just kidding. <laughs> Spe- I was about to throw something at you. Speaking in Russian. <laughs> Are Ukrainian and Jovi just like, what? What's going on? What do you guys, I hear my name. What are you talking about? And two thoughts. One, learn a little bit, learn a little bit of the language. Two, this is why you should have let Yara go to check before you. Mm-hmm. Get all the Gabby Gabby out. Get all the nice to see you, what's been going on, catch up. You have a week of that. Mm-hmm. And then when Jovi arrives, it'll be a more mutual hang. Mm-hmm. Agreed. That's my feeling. But Yara, you're so good at translating. You're so good at... I'm too good. You, your head is on a, a swivel. It's like a tennis match when we go to Europe. You're just back and forth translating. Oh, my gosh. I, I, I don't know how I do it. I think I many times I catch myself talking Czech to John and English to my parents. Mm-hmm. And you're always like, no, switch, switch. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but, okay. So they're in the car. And, again, emotional segment top to bottom. But it got super sad when they were driving through Prague and Yara's like, oh, I really miss Europe. It makes me miss Kiev and I can't wait to get back. And mom's like, Kiev doesn't exist anymore. Kiev's destroyed. Mm-hmm. And it's just like, what? It's almost like hearing that like a parent passed away. It's like, what? It's no more. I'll never again. What? It was so mm-hmm. emotional to just see that. Yeah. And the reality of that. Y- yeah. 
No, it was very, very sad, very emotional. And I feel for all those people. And who knows what's going to happen? I, I mean, it's, uh, it's not looking too good. And I don't want to get political or anything, but it's not looking too good. No. But Yara is, I mean, she's one person, but she's saying, okay, let's go. We'll help rebuild. And I think a lot of people gave her shit when the war first started because people would go, oh, you're sitting at home, you're drinking this and that. But it does seem like she obviously cares and is going to do everything she can to help yeah. her country. Yeah. Uh, I hope the war ends soon. I mean, it, it has it's to. crazy. It has to. I don't know how it's going to end or who's going to end it, but I know Ukraine's trying to speed up their acceptance to the EU, which will, yeah, yeah and NATO. Who knows what that's oh, going to do? No, no, no. I mean, let's not get political. Yeah, here, let's not get political. <laughs> but let's, let's get to the hotel. Everyone freshens up. Even in Prague, they're drinking Aperol spritzes. They oh, my God. My friends fucking love it. They oh, all really? drink it. Huh. They all drink it all the time. When my friend came to visit yeah. before we moved to Florida, we were in New York, went to a bar. First thing she ordered, Aperol mm. spritz. I mean, that's Joey and Yara's signature drink. It's very European. Is it? Mm-hmm. I mean, I knew it was European. To me, it's not a Czech. But no, it's not Czech, but European people love it. All right. So they're, they're sitting there. They're relaxing. They're talking about Olga. Mother Olga watching Myla and how it's nice to have Mm -hmm. that support. I was just going to add, as they were driving through Prague, like I knew exactly where they were, Mm -hmm. the bridges and stuff. And it made me very emotional, very like, I want to go back home again. That's the same feeling I get watching Darcy and Stacey when they're driving through (laughs) Connecticut. (laughs) (laughs) I feel you. I know exactly exactly what you're saying. (laughs) Like I know that Dunkin' Donuts. I've gone there before. All right. All right. All um, right. So Joey's like, you know, Olga, you should you should come to the U.S. as a, a refugee babysitter. That, that would be great for us. Get a refugee status. Then I can go to the strip club whenever I want. And you can just watch <laughs> Maya. Well, not that because she would not be able to return to Ukraine for 10 yeah. years. But she could. They could apply for her green card. She doesn't need to be a refugee. That, that It takes time. But Olga can get the green card through Yara, Yara yeah. and that would not do anything with her refugee yeah. status, I'm sure. Would be the worst yeah. idea. And then Olga's basically like, what? well, I'm not going to go there and babysit, but how about you guys move here? I'll be your babysitter in Prague. And Yara is thinking, that does sound pretty good to me. Mm-hmm. I mean, Prague's awesome. If John could find a job in Prague, yeah. I would move. Yeah. Yeah. Join that Patreon. Maybe we'll <laughs> move to Prague. All right. That's Jovi and Yara. Heavy segment. Homesick the segment. Yeah. I hope Jovi was drinking a good Czech beer. Oh, was he drinking beer? I he was he drinking a beer. Spritz. I think she was drinking an Aperol Spritz. Oh. Pretty sure he was drinking a beer. I might be wrong. I hope it was a Staropramen or a Budvar. It's pretty good. What else do I like? You like, you started liking this new beer. Oh, no, it's not new, but you've never new had it me. before. Oh, my gosh. Star Promen's my favorite. Hands down. Is it? Star Promen's my favorite. I think. I think oh, um, I wanted to say Kolsch, but it's not. Oh, no. Bernard. Bernard. Yes, yes, you like Bernard. I think that was your new favorite. Mm-hmm. Yeah, your cousin had it on tap. Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> loved it. All right. That's Jovi and Yara. Looking forward to seeing more of Czech. Yeah, show us the beautiful and amazing Czech Republic. All right. Let's go to our next 
couple. She got a new job. She's got the old man still. Well, the young man, but it's her old man. Kim and Usman. Well, we pick up where we left off. We are still at mom's house. And Kim is really trying to speak up. She's like, can I, can I speak? Can I speak? Can I, can I say something? Yeah. Hello? Hello here? Here? Hello? Can I, can I speak? May I? Finally, Farouk allow, is allowing her to speak. Mm-hmm. She gets very emotional. She's like, I'm a good person. I dare you to say I'm bribing somebody. She's like, I'm no, I'm not the perfect woman for him. But if I have to go home, if I'm not accepted, I will. She gets on and on and on. And then she mentions that I would allow him to take yeah. a second wife, even though it goes against of everything I believe in. It's not part of my culture, but that's mu- how much I love him. I don't understand how the family would think that Kim came up with this bribe. It's clear that Usman said, oh, we should get a cow, right? No one's just going to go to Nigeria and be like, hey, before we visit your family's house, we should probably get some livestock, right? Like for them to think this was Kim's master plan to bribe is so misguided. Well, I'm about to give her a little of credit, but maybe, just maybe. She researched. She researched. <laughs> oh, no, not a chance. No, Usman said, hey, let's make a good first impression. This is what you have to do. Usman put her up to it. Yeah. And so don't just let her sit there and get berated. Oh, you're a bad person. You're trying to bribe us. Isn't that? It's like, no. She was clearly trying to make a good impression. She wanted you guys to like her. And you're turning it around. And yeah, she goes, ask anyone that knows me. They know I might forge a check once in a while, <laughs> but I would never bribe someone. Oh, boy. Give me that. And yeah. Yes. And she's like, Talking to the camera, saying, I'm nothing like BGL. She set up this bad reputation for all American women. But honestly, to give his family some, not credit, but all they know is, all right, she's older. She's mm-hmm. American. She wants to marry him. Yeah. Like th- It looks like a BGL. It smells like a BGL. It must be a BGL. Yeah, I don't know if she smokes. I don't know if Kim smokes. We don't see her smoking. Maybe she does. I don't know. She did at one point in her life. I'll tell you that. Oh, yeah. But, yeah. Bijou smoked all the time. So maybe, maybe she smelled, smells slightly less like a pack of cigarettes. But that's, that's about it. That's, that's what the family sees. They don't know her, right? Even if she is BGL 2.0, let, let yourself find that out. Don't immediately just go, oh, another white older woman must be like BGL. Give her at least a day or two to see if she's any different. Well, I'll tell you what the issue is. Who cares that she's white or American or whatever? She's old and she cannot have kids, period. This is it. They all they want for Usman is to reproduce. They want him to reproduce from someone from his region. But if she was... uh, of, you know, young and ready to have babies, American white woman, I'm sure they would think about this differently. They might think longer and harder about it, but I don't know how much differently they would think about it. I think they do. They want Usman to stay close by. They want him to stay in the country. They yeah. want him to stay with someone from his community. And mom even says that, right? Because Kim says, I'm sacrificing so much. I, I love him. The reason I would allow him to take a second wife is so that you could have grandchildren. It's not something that 
I would do in my culture, but I would do it for you guys because I can have kids. And mom's like, okay, well, yeah, I don't oppose him marrying an older woman, but he should marry a younger one first. Yeah, young girl first. Let's get the babies going. And then, I mean, if you want to marry someone who's going to do your laundry, go for it. See, I don't, I don't know if I believe mom's statement here. I almost feel like she's going, yeah, she's delaying it. Okay, sure. One day he'll marry you. That's fine. I'm not going to get into an argument over this. I could just say, yeah, one day she's delaying yeah. it. And then either thinking I'll keep saying you guys should delay it or hope when Usman marries a younger woman, he goes, this is actually all I need. Mm-hmm. I don't even who Kim who? Yeah. Right? So that's mom's stance now is sure. One day maybe you guys can get married, but he should prioritize a younger woman first who could give him children. Yeah. And I think mom thinks the same as Kim. If Kim feels like the love we have now, I'm doing the quotes, mm-hmm. quotation marks, the love, yeah. the love we have now would not be there if he marries a younger woman right. and have a kids with her. Like it would change, right? That's what the mom, that's what mom thinks too. I think so. So she gets up, she walks away and they don't know what to do. Kim refuses to be the second wife, mm-hmm. which I find comical because she's been told multiple times now, it doesn't matter what order you get married in, whether you're the first or the fifth, you're all equal. Mm-hmm. So she thinks, I'm not going to be a second wife. It's just a number. You're going to be, the first wife doesn't get more love, technically. You're all equal. Yeah, but that's not what she sees and hears. She, all she hears is second. She's like, I'm not going to be second right. for anyone. I'm worth way more. I think it's because she got screwed up so much in her life. Yeah, That sure. she was cheated on, etc. So now she's not going to be the second. No. no matter where. And I think deep down she still thinks that the first wife is the wife and the rest of them are just these baby production. Sure. These <laughs> <laughs> baby factories. Yes, thank you. I, I think you're right. And that's why I think it's comical because someone is te- when someone tells you something, listen to them. Mm-hmm. And so when Soldier Boy says, no, all the wives are equal. And then Soldier Boy's friend says, no, all the wives are equal. You should understand and appreciate that all the wives are equal. Mm-hmm. doesn't matter if you were married first or last. True. So that that's a little bit of nonsense over there. They leave. Soldier Boy's trying to calm Kim down and tell everything's good. Everything's going to work out. And Kim says, if that wasn't your family and someone said that, I would have been out that door. Like she would have lost her shit, flipped the table, freaked out. And Soldier Boy wants to calm her down. So he starts like snacking on her neck. Yeah. He's trying to trying to comfort her. And I'm trying to read this going, okay, does he actually love her? Is he actually into her? Or did mom just save the day and he's so over the moon, he's so happy that now he doesn't have to pursue this mm. relationship. He doesn't have to marry her, that he's so excited he'll give her one last yammy. I think there is something, there is something he feels about her. Yeah, he feels like the new iPhone's about to drop and he wants oh, he wants in on that. Either that or because they were in the car and Kim is like, well, are you proud of me how I handled it? He's like, yeah, double yammy tonight. <laughs> it's like, okay, ew, but okay. I think he might be excited that he's reached the finish line, that mom just gave him an out and he's like, sure, I'll throw you the yam one more time and then we'll be done. Or crazier things have happened. He's really... Into her. I don't know. I don't know. Maybe that's his type. People 
keep shitting on Summit how 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 he could be into Jenny, but they've yeah, been together really, for yeah. a long time, and he still seems to be into her. But Summit's not getting the attention. Soldier Boy is. Soldier Boy uh, will later say right. like, "I'm getting thousands of girls in my DMs." He. I'm sure he is. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Submit's maybe getting one or two <laughs> weirdos, but, you know? So, yeah. Soldier Boy basically says, my mom is second to God. What my mom says goes. I have to respect her. And so, I have to marry a younger woman from my country first. I can't go against her. And then I could marry you. Yeah, and Kim is like, you know what? I respect that. I respect your mom, but that's not going to happen because I'm going to be a second to anything or anyone. And I'm like, as you said, you're not listening. Right. You Plus, you don't want to live in Nigeria. You want to live in San Diego. You said you would it would be a recreational. You would go there. He would come to America. Mm-hmm. Like You don't, don't hear in yourself. If you are the first wife, you would have to be present. I you cannot be so. coming back and forth, going back and forth. Like, whoa, whoa, just be the second. Have your freedom. Get a yammy once in a while. Come on. <laughs> yeah. Okay. So then the next day, Kim and Soldier Boy, they're having some coffee. They're talking. Everyone knows tableside guac. This was <laughs> this was tableside Manny Petty. I mean, I kind of liked it. <laughs> Dude, this is the last thing I would want when I was doing they're anything. Not eating, but if I'm drinking a coffee and someone wants to do my petty, I'm like, sure. <laughs> this guy comes up, so I was like, look, him, this guy does pedicures. You, you won't find this anywhere, but here, I got to do it. And the guy just drops down to his knees and starts pedicuring <laughs> Soldier Boy. <laughs> if it wasn't real, this would sound ridiculous, but this really happened. Yeah, and they're having this tough conversation while the guy is doing the pedicure. It's hilarious. And uh-huh. And Kim's like, I pay $150 for a Manny Petty. And you're just getting yeah, this. Yeah, her nails look horrible. She has to stop. And she's paying $150 for a Manny Petty, but it makes $500 yeah. a paycheck? Come on. Listen, Manny, Manny Petty, like those big ass fake nails are very expensive. And then you have to keep them updating. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Like what I, I do, know, I do like the the gel that hardens. Yeah. It's a little slightly cheaper and it's easier to take care of. But yeah, whatever she does, it's a... She needs someone needs to tell her that that's like ten years ago popular, mm-hmm. and B, yeah, it's a lot. If she makes five hundred bucks a paycheck, I, I mean, know, that's a lot. One. How often do you do a mani pedi? I do my pedi like every two weeks, but yeah. I pay for my pedicure with a tip like forty. Yeah, you're you're spending what a third of your paycheck on a mani pedi? Hmm? Kim's spending oh, a third yeah. of it's insanity. But yeah, while while Soldier Boy's getting his feet freshened up, they're talking about the family meeting. And Kim's like, no one sees how in love we are. Nobody's given us a chance. And Soldier Boy reiterates, well, my mom wants me to marry a young lady first, so I have to do that. But Kim goes, that's not the plan. The plan is we start the paperwork, we get you over to the States, we get married, and then if you want to dabble in the fine arts of multiple wives, then we can mm-hmm. look towards that. But I'm first. I'm, I'm numero uno. I'm most important. And then we'll take it from there. And Soldier Boy says, well, all right, we should just tell my family our plan then and see what happens. Mm-hmm. That's not going to change anything. No, okay. it's not going to change. And, and Kim knows it. Kim knows just that's what you guys did the first time. Didn't change anything. Right. And it's not going to change anything if you do it again. Well, this is why I think that maybe Soldier Boy isn't a horror because he says, we'll try to go to mom again. If not. I'm just hoping that Kim will wrap her mind around being second because she loves me so much. <sighs> yeah. And they start to get into this 
argument because Kim says, I'm sacrificing, and Soldier Boy goes, No, I'm sacrificing. And Soldier Boy gets to the point where he's so fired up, he's like, Any woman who would break up with me, go, go then, because I have the advantage over you. I can have beautiful women. I'm rege- I'm rejecting that because it sh- because shouldn't it be love over beauty? Ouch. This is romantic. Yeah. <laughs> Game is like, so I'm ugly now. And then she storms off. At least she didn't throw coffee in anyone's face. That that's progress. Yes, that's progress. But she storms off. And Usman follows her. She's does he follow her? No, he doesn't. I think he's finishing his money petty. Yeah, I think he finishes it. Well, he tells the camera, "Oh, if we break up, she'll regret it. I won't regret it." I have this is where he says, "I have a DMs full of yeah beautiful young rich ladies. So yes. what am I losing?" But she storms off to the hotel room. Yeah. She's crying, and she's like, "I'm just so tired of his fucked up comments." And that kind of got me thinking. Like, wait a minute, remember? The opening scene of this season when she's whitening her teeth because Usman yeah. said her teeth are white. Yeah. So now he's basically calling her ugly in so many words. Like he is saying, oh, I love her while he's trying to slowly improve her. Well, we can all improve. But he. Yeah, but. But coming out, yeah, and saying, well, looks, you know. I'm choosing love over looks. Yeah. That's such an insult. Yeah. Such an insult, especially because you didn't even offer her a mani-pedi, right? (laughs) (laughs) That'd be a baby step. Yeah, it's all for him. And he does. He stays behind. Once she runs off, he stays behind and he just eats his lunch Mm -hmm. by himself. I don't see this happening. I don't see this lasting, of course. I mean, how could it? He needs a younger woman to have a kid. A- Yes, she keeps saying, sure, I'll, I'll allow him to take a second wife if I'm the first one. Even if that happened, right? Yeah. How long is she going to tolerate it? She's not. I just don't. She's not. At Come this, on. At this point, I don't understand it. I understood how he ended up with BGL because he was a nobody and he wanted to get yeah. to America and he wanted his name to get out there. So he went with BGL. I get it. Now, there must be young, attractive Americans that are reaching out to him. Oh, for sure. So why not pursue that? Why are you still pursuing older women who your family's not going to accept? Because that's interesting for 90 days. I guess he would. No, he, at this point, if he found some 23-year-old smoke show from Miami, mm. 90 day would still follow that's true. them. And he could have his cake and eat it too. That's true. I mean, I don't know. Maybe don't he is into, maybe he's really into these older white women. Do you remember he said he's not opposed to having a, an, the young lady from America or Jamaica? Right. Like he's, he's still thinking about it. Oh, for he's sure. He's still thinking about it. Yeah. All right. What I'm thinking about is that we should take a quick break. Well, let's take a break. Let's take a quick break. We'll be back in a second. And we're back. Hello, Jonathan. Hello, Teresa. How I almost said ahoy because of check. Ooh, and because of below deck. Yeah. But no. Alas, it is just a hello. It is just a hello, but we are hello, back. hello goes very far when I say to you, no, what sure. am I saying? <laughs> <laughs> I was just trying to make it sound like it's a nice gesture hello. that I do. It is. It's all how you say it. Say it in your phone sex voice. Yeah, it goes very far. Jesus, hello. Jesus. Hello. TMI. All right. Let's talk about 
this next couple here, Bilal and Shida. The snoozers, but ah, let's do it. Snooze. Speaking of snoozing, they didn't snooze their alarms. They got up at the ass crack at dawn to get well, their you first have to. to get their first prayer in. No, I know. I know you have to. I'm just. This is why I can't, I can't. I cannot be religious. You know why you have to? Because it's the first day of Ramadan. You pray five times a day. Yeah. So they're up at five a.m. I wonder if there's, and I'm just going to show my ignorance, is there, there must be certain times of the day that you have to pray. I know when we watched Nicole and Asin, mm-hmm. they rang the bell yeah. and it was time to pray. Th- that must be the same thing here. It's like sun up, sun down, and then what are the other, I should have done research, but I did not. Yeah. So they don't eat, they don't have sex, they nothing. Fast. They fast. Well, yeah. they fast from sun up to sun yeah. down. And then after mm-hmm. you can, you can eat. And and have your drink, not liquor. But Bilal is also abstaining from talking about babies, too. That's the other thing he's fasting from. He's taking a break <laughs> from talking about babies. Yes. So after they pray, they start cooking. And that's just not to snack on it. No. But to prepare for the first Ramadan dinner after sundown. They'll break uh, the fast. Yes. And Shaira invited his whole family, hoping... To gang up on him when it comes to the babies. I'm surprised Dr. Jim didn't get an invite because this is the first episode where we don't have Dr. Jim and and he could definitely add something to this conversation. But no, he doesn't. He doesn't make an appearance here. And so they're cooking. Bilal is just and he does this a lot. Just telling Shida how not to do things. He's the worst sous chef in the world. If you're not going to cook, then let the chef take the lead. Well, I think he's grilling, but... I thought he was like looking at different containers. And was like, what, he? Is, what is this? You're doing it wrong, basically. He's always he's got like, a comment. At least he didn't, she didn't finger bang a chicken this time because the last time she cooked, it got a little yeah. sexual. Remember? I mean, that's how you do stuffing, but okay. Remember she was like, oh, yeah, you got to clean your chicken like you clean your lady parts. Ew, yeah. Wait, did was, you not? Uh, why are you ewing me? I didn't come up with that uh, saying. You shied it. Uh, that's all I'm saying. At least you didn't finger bang a chicken this time. <laughs> like, in the month of Ramadan, you got to keep, there's abstaining. She's abstaining. No sex. No sex. Yes, that's right. She kept the PG in the kitchen this time. But yeah, she made a barbecue sauce and Bilal was like smelling it. It's like, ew, like what is this? It's like, oh my God, Bilal. Like everything she does is not incorrect. Just like live just, with yeah, it. It's just not your way, Bilal. And that's okay. So yes. dinner time. Whole family's there? Yeah, we meet Bilal's brother Rahim that yeah. sounds and looks like Bilal. Yeah, they, they're definitely related. He wonders about Shida's yoga. And apparently she's going to open a studio in Kansas City once she gets her employment card. Because it's in the contract. Bilal is supposed to pay for yeah. it. Come on. I can't believe they bring up this contract at the dinner table with the family and everyone's just like nodding their head. Shadow's like, you know, it's in the contract that by 40. I'm like, you guys are just all nodding your head to the fact that they have a con- a baby mm-hmm. contract. Yeah. You guys are all insane. Have you met Bill all? They're all insane. Just, I, I would be like, wait, what? This is contract thing is real. You guys weren't joking. You guys signed a piece of paper. All right. Yeah. It's in the contract. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> And then we learned that maybe this is where Bilal gets all his ideas from. Nefretari had her first kid at yes. 43. Yeah. Good for her. Yeah. But it is very late. And I feel like she was very lucky if it was naturally produced that she got pregnant. And this this 
older age. Like it is tough. It is tough. I I'm not imagine. that old, but I know I have a lot of friends. I have older friends too who have issues having kids, who ended up getting a surrogate or exploring other ways, right? And sure. so yeah, I mean, good for her, but Bilal cannot just think, okay, my sister got pregnant at 43, we still have six years. Right, he starts doing the math yeah. immediately. Yeah, every everybody is different, everybody yeah. is different, and right, just because it's crazy, it's it's Bilal think, uh. of course, once, once again, and he's also not taking into account what the doctor said. Maybe the doctor would have told Nefertari something different. Maybe the doctor would have said, oh yeah, you have more ovarian reserve. Mm -hmm. Maybe you are better positioned to have a baby at a later age. That's not what Shida heard. And so take that into account, Bilal. Don't just take what your sister's saying. Yes. And so mom is asking, so like, what's next? You get married. What's next for you? And Shida is like, maybe a family. Yeah. And Bill is like, we have a family. Moving on. Yeah. It's like, dude, that's, that's, that's not what she's talking about. That's not what she's talking about. And for Bilal, he says... Maybe in two to three years. Well, before 40, as it is in the contract. And that's what I'm saying. Like the family, she's like, oh, all right, you guys have a contract. That's right. I forgot. But Chida <laughs> will try one more time. So after dinner, she's just going to sit down with the ladies. Yes. With Nefertari and mom. Girl talk. Girl talk. And she's telling them about the OBGYN and how for her, by the age of 40, there is only going to be 5% chance to have mm -hmm. kids. And the women are like, oh, wow, that's that serious. They were shocked. And they asked a good question. Like, was Bilal there? Did he hear that? Because the way he's acting at the dinner table makes it seem like, no, you mm -hmm. were told you'd have a 100% chance of having a kid at 40. So are you sure he knows this? Because he isn't acting like uh, that. He was there. He heard it. Like that's the case. Yeah, and so mom, good advice, goes, you guys need to talk. Oh, yeah. You guys need to talk about things, get on the same page, time is ticking, and figure it out. Yes. All right, that's short and sweet. That's and it for them. No, no doctor, no visit sweet. to the doctor, not even a Zoom. No, I'm sure next, <laughs> I'm sure next week. But now, speaking of doctors, Jenny and Samit, we need an update. We need a stomach update on Samit's leakage. I need to find out what's going on there because I've been having nightmares since ew, last week ew, 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 about ew. his displaced navel and the leakage oh, that follows. He looks fine. So they're back home in the old house. I'm packing and Samit's going to meet his family because we know he wants to smooth things over. Yeah. And he's like, Jenny, like, are you, are you coming? She's like, no, I'm, like, I'm, I'm, I'm unpacking. I think the fact that he invited her was a big thing. Like he's yeah. asking her to come with me. Let's meet face the parents together. And she's like, nah, like I'm over it. I don't That's even know why you're trying. Like it's, and I get her point because she's like, like him trying to have the parents understand and accept this marriage is pointless. They will never. No, I don't think so. No, it doesn't seem like it. Unless she was trying to make a point because she goes, I need to clean. I need, I need to sweep. Maybe she was making a point. Like if you just got me a vacuum, I'd be done with this already. <laughs> and I could go see your parents. But yeah, that's, that's a very good point that the fact that he's offering, Hey, come, let us show our love. Mm -hmm. Let us try one more time to prove that we are good for each other. Yeah. That says something for, for sure. And so Summit goes 
meets the family, but it's not the family it's he not, was expecting. It's not mom and dad. It's Aunt Sarah, brother Amit, his wife. And the way they're all sitting, it's so confrontational. Mm-hmm. It's so contentious. Mm-hmm. You have the three of them on brother and, and sister-in-law. Shri. Shri sitting on one side of the table and then just submit on the other side by himself. And it's so obvious a line has been drawn here mm-hmm. and submit. You're on the bad side. You're, you're the outcast mm-hmm. of the family. And Summit is shocked that the parents didn't come, but they sent a sadness sister instead mm-hmm. to kind of be the communicator, right? Yeah, this is, this is Summit's worst nightmare happening in real time. This is his parents disowning him. This is his parents mm-hmm. saying, uh, we're done with you. This is all he's been worried about. This is why he wanted to have this meeting. And now it's happening. Oh my gosh, my parents don't want to come. Mm-hmm. They, they're done with me. And aunt, aunt Surat makes it sound like it's all your fault. Mom is crying all the time. She cannot do anything. <laughs> she, she She's looks broken. Dr- she looks drunk or high all the time. <laughs> From crying, of course, from from not from self-medicating. No, no, not by any means, but from crying. But then Surat goes on and on and on. Jenny saying, how could she marry Summit? It's like marrying a kid. And I'm like, ew, that's, I mean, yes, he could be her kid. Let's be honest. But sure. ew, she's like, how could she marry him? How could she marry? He's like a kid. She cannot even give him a kid. She's so old. And she goes on and on and on. I'm like, wait a minute, like. Don't blame Jenny for all this. No, it like takes she didn't. Two. She didn't marry someone without him wanting that. They married. Well, she was definitely putting the pressure on. But right. Well, the he, reason the reason why she was is so she could stay in India. Sure. So I just my favorite part was so apparently Sadna and Anil's phone has been ringing off the hook ever since. Everyone found out about the marriage, like neighbors have been calling, friends. And I just, what are these calls? I just, I would love to hear the answering machine of like, what's been left? What are the, are they like prank calls? So what's happening? It's hilarious to think about. It's sad if it's true, but just the idea that the phone is ringing off the hook with people just being like, your son married an oldie. Like what, what's happening? I mean, again, it goes against the culture and there are probably people are like concerned, like, well, what's going on? Like, ew, he married the babichka. What's mm-hmm. going on there? It was such a good point. I thought when Samit brought up, my parents arranged a marriage for me. I wasn't happy. Now I fell in love. Now I'm happy. I was like, that's so true. Mm-hmm. You went with your parents. You you followed them down that path. You gave them a chance. You gave your family a shot to set you up. They failed you. Mm-hmm. They arranged you in a marriage that didn't make you happy. Now, on your own, you found happiness mm-hmm. and your parents are trying to sabotage you. I almost would I, would, I don't think I would ever take the parents' side because I think you should be able to make your own decisions and do what makes you happy. But had they not arranged a marriage once before, I might be like, give your parents a shot. Let's see wh- who they have in mind for mm. you. Maybe you'll be happy. But you gave them yeah. a shot. They arranged a marriage and you were miserable. That's and a so good point. they should wipe their hands clean of interfering with your relationship and move on and accept it. That's a good point. But apparently having a child is a big deal. And some said to the cameras, I'm okay with not having kids. 
I made peace with it. I actually don't want to have kids. But if that's the way to get yeah. my parents back, I'll get a surrogate <laughs> or something. I'll, I'll raise a kid. And sad, no, it's not sad, not surat. Surat makes a good point because unfortunately she would be like, well, then you'll be the one taking care of a kid and Jenny mm-hmm. as she gets older. How are you going to do How that? How many diapers do you want to change? <laughs> <laughs> it, it, it was, it, it did come out of nowhere though. Just Simit being like, so I'll have a kid. All right. Like, uh, like out of nowhere. And then he tells the camera the way he put it. He's like, I never thought about having a kid before, but if that's what my parents want, I, I can adopt someone. <laughs> it's just anyone. Who's going to like stand on the street corner? Who needs adopting? Who wants to be adopted? I can, I can adopt someone. But he, he, this is so sad how desperate he is for his parents' attention and how ridiculous it is that they just don't want to accept him. It's, it's so sad. I feel so bad. Jenny definitely will regret not going to this meeting where some oh my just, gosh. <laughs> just agreed to have a kid. She's like, what? And I should have gone. And Surat is like, I don't see Jenny taking care of a kid. Well, it's because she wants to have her peace. Like, she already right. raised a kid. She has grandkids. Like she doesn't want a fucking baby. And neither does so, Samit. Exactly. The only reason why he wants a baby is to get his parents' love back. What the fuck? Do Amit and Shri have children? Yeah, I think they, they had a baby, yeah. Because I was like, mind your own business. Have your own kid. No, okay, they, I the, think they had a baby, yeah. All right, that sounds familiar. So that meeting ends. Samit goes home, fills Jenny in, saying, eh, things didn't go the way I expected. My parents didn't even show up, just my brother, sister-in-law, and aunt. And the conversation, it didn't go well. Jenny yes. just snacking. Jenny just <laughs> listening to this devastating news, just eating Doritos or something. I don't know what it was. Did you say the kitchen was very clean? Well, that's why she stayed home to clean. She's that's her effort. She's going. I'm going to clean this place in case maybe the meeting goes well. He invites mm, he invites mom and dad over for some for some drinks for a happy hour. This place is going to be spotless. And then it it all fell apart. But she was just. I love how she's just snacking while he, while he's delivering <laughs> this news, and she's like. Yeah, the neighbors, they're teasing my family. They're calling nonstop. It's getting really hard for them. <laughs> well, but Samit's not going to tell Jenny everything because that would be bad. He's going to keep some things to himself. Like, like him having a baby. And even with him keeping that to himself, Jenny goes, well, maybe it's time we move to the U.S. Mm-hmm. Wait, what? This is this seems as out of left field as Samit being like, maybe we'll have a kid. It's just these two huge life events where we're just, eh, maybe we'll just have a kid. Well, she's been bringing up U.S. for a while, so it's not that big, but she's like, in the U.S., everyone will accept us. My family will accept us. It will be great. I don't think she thinks about the everything else. Like, where are you going to live? What are you going to do for a living? Well, you are retired. What is he going to do? He's going to find a job, meet younger friends, I mean, how is that even going to work? I don't know. Their life is not that spectacular in India. So it's not like, oh, he's got a great job that he's going to lose. That's the thing. That's the thing. His life is not that spectacular in India. But you go to California. It's going to open again. Or open up his mind. I don't think you have to go to California. I think you could go somewhere more affordable. But what's he going to do? He just talked about working in the food industry in India. So he can go wash dishes in a kitchen in Nebraska too. Okay. Why would they move to Nebraska if she wants to be closer to her family? Then you would still need to jump on a plane still, and fly. It's a lot easier. 
I mean, from lot. California to India, it's not that ridiculous. No? That's not that far. Hmm. Okay. It is far. It's not that far. All right. All right. I think she just wants separation. That she, yes, she being closer to her family would be the icing on the cake. She just wants to be further away from his family. Mm. That's the real, the real goal. Get away from that family. Whether I get closer to mine, well, true. We'll see. But Samit is not having it. He doesn't. He doesn't think the problems will go away. He thinks there'll be new problems. Well, he thinks that this will make her his parents hate Jenny even more if she takes him away from India. But they disowned him. Who who cares? Right. He's not wrong. They will hate Jenny more. But it's not like it's good now. It's not like, oh, well, we're going to lose that little bit of acceptance mm-hmm. that we have. No. no, it's all, it doesn't exist yeah. anymore. Somebody's like, I think I'm going to stay in India. Saying to the camera, I'm going to have a kid. <laughs> <laughs> I can't wait for the conversation. Oh, my gosh. She's going to flip. Shida is going to have trouble having a kid at 37 or however old mm-hmm. she is, right? Jenny at 63, I'm I mean, down I'm down for that storyline. She does not want to have a kid. That's the thing. That would do a surrogate, but she, I don't think she wants to take care of it. It's like my parents, my mom sometimes ask, like, why don't, when, when are you guys going to have kids? And I'm like, I don't know. Have a kid. Have, you, have a kid yourself. Right. My mom is like, A, I'm all I can. And she's like, B, I don't fucking want to raise another kid. Right. I raised you. I'm over. She's like, I'm going to cuddle grandchildren here and there. That's all I want. There's never been talk of them having a kid, right? They yep. have, right? They've dabbled with the idea of moving to the states. The kid would be brand new. Yeah. Oh yeah. So. Oh yeah. Yeah, Jenny's like, what? Or maybe she will. Maybe she's like, I love this man so much, and I can't live without him. That I'll try. You know why? It put should those, say no. Put those Kama Sutra techniques to work. <laughs> you know why she would say no? Because he wants the kid for the wrong reasons. He doesn't want the kid to have a kid, to have someone to raise, to have someone to point. be for him when he's old. To his basically legacy. his legacy. He wants the kid so his parents accept him again. <sighs> oh, I'm here for it. I'm here for it. <laughs> this is definitely a plot twist. I definitely didn't see this oh coming. My gosh. I guess. Imagine so. Summit. Like I picture Summit with a kid, like the. What was his name in one of the Hangover movies when he oh, straps the stolen, yeah, really? straps the stolen baby? See, I don't think Summit's that big of an idiot. I actually think like, <laughs> actually think maybe he would be a decent dad. You think so? I don't. Yeah, he makes very poor life decisions all the time. That's true. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I'm, I'm here for it. Let's oh, what, me too. Let's see what happens. I'm also here for it. For this couple. Oh, boy. Is this our last couple? It's our last. And we oh. are about to wake everyone up because we're going to talk about Angela and... Michael! <laughs> also picked up where we left off. She just ordered three shots of vodka and a Heineken and <laughs> stormed out of the bar mm-hmm. because Michael wouldn't show her his phone. Yeah. So she just went inside and this is where we see her sitting down crying, saying, I still love him. Like, ah. Oh. And Michael walks in and she's like, wipes her tears, like, okay, Michael. Right. And he's trying. He's like, Angie, Angie, can we talk? Angie, I love you. She's not even listening to him. No, she's in a, she's in a rage. It, it's so mind-blowing how outside, yeah, she seems calm, cool, and like, oh, had a moment of clarity and realization. And then she goes inside and she's going to pull out some like WWE wrestler moves. <laughs> When when she finds out Michael wants to become an influencer. So that's why he has Instagram because he's like, Angie, I'm making money on social media by posting. I, I'm 
I'm trying to be the influencer. And this, she's like, oh, hell, hell no. This, she kicks a table. Like, she karate chops. She, like, <laughs> she stood up. She did the bear over my oh, yeah. She got pissed. Imagine if he had bear spray and he just instinctively used it on her. <laughs> I don't think she, she, she doesn't remind me of a bear, but dog, dog the bounty hunter. I, I've never seen oh my gosh. more dog the bounty hunter than in this episode. But yeah, he says, I want to be an influencer. I want to make money. That's the only reason I want social media. And she can't wrap her head around it. No. And he's like, I'm 34 in my culture. Men work, men work hard, men provide. That's mm-hmm. something I've never done because <laughs> you promised you, to send me money. Well, you wouldn't let me. Yeah. This is another attempt at work that Angela is preventing him from doing. Because she wants, this is all about power. She wants him to be available it's not to all her. About, it's not all about power. It's all about insecurity. Well, that, yes, and power. I don't know that she cares about the power as much as she's so scared that... He's going to talk to other women, find another woman, just like she did on TikTok duetting. Yes, but honestly, I don't think Michael would. Maybe he would chit-chat with a with few ladies here and there. But as you said, she does that too. I don't think she would find someone else. I think he's really trying to be an influencer to make some money because she promised to give him money. Ask him not to work because he needs to be available to her at all times whenever but she calls. I guess it's power. Maybe it's, it it's power. maybe it's two sides of the same coin. But to me, that's insecurity. I need to know that you're sitting at home because I'm insecure. I'm scared where you might be. I need to know that if I call, you're going to pick up because I'm worried you're getting. Yes, I got to BJ. I'm worried you're going to be <laughs> in the back. Right? I forget about it. Yes, I got to BJ. <laughs> we need more Michael. Give us more Michael. Less of Angela. Oh, I forgot th- about it. He's so funny. And unintentionally hilarious. <laughs> but I think that's what it is. I think she's scared. She knows she's older. She knows she's not the pick of the litter. She knows that Michael oh. Michael could probably have other options out there. And so it's to me, when I watch it, I go, it's less power. It's more insecurity. Mm-hmm. But sure, maybe there's a little power I think angle it's to it. About, I'll give you the insecurity, yes. I think it's both. But she loses her shit like oh my god it almost seems like michael said i just slept with a 15,000 women behind your back right no you only said i want to be an influencer and i love how angela goes how do i how do i put this nicely like she's ever cared about putting things nicely she's like <laughs> how do i put this nicely um he just he doesn't have charisma how do you to be an influencer you need charisma <laughs> All right. Well, Mike Michael attacks back. He was, he's like, you know, TikToking, you're duetting a man. You're duetting. He's like, a he's, man. He's like, you never told me you're duetting such person. It was he. Oh man, he makes me smile and laugh. And and Angela was like, well, you're right. I yeah. did that, but I did that to get your attention. I wanted you to be jealous. I got my new body. I got everything. You didn't say shit. You didn't compliment. You didn't ask to see my boobs. Like, what's going on? Don't gloss over the good part. You what's stopped just part? shy of the good part. She's like, yeah, I did it. Did it to get your attention. You hadn't seen my boobs. You hadn't seen my cooch. You didn't. <laughs> <laughs> you didn't tell me I who. Wow, this is mind blowing that a grandma speaks like this. Let me insert something over here, right? 
it's October. It's the Breast Cancer Prevention Month, right? Awareness. Awareness. Yeah. Sure. Everyone's doing it. Every every office in America is doing it. We all wear pink. And it's a serious thing, right? And I just saw an article about this, about how women should check themselves, make sure they don't see have anything, yeah. go on pre- prevention checkups once a year. Yeah. Also, there was a, do not wear your cell phones in your bra. No. I'm that serious. Apparently, it must be a thing. And I guess like some women do it when they work out and shit. Really? I don't do it. I don't have big boobs. But yes, it was like, do not wear your cell phones in your bras because it is not good. Yeah, interesting. But that makes me nervous about keeping a cell phone in my pocket. Some people say that too. I don't know. I try to keep it in my back pocket. But if I'm like sitting I don't think it's like the signal, the reception. I think it's like the phones get warm. Mm. Um, I might be making shit up I think you're making shit up. Put the disclaimer in. Apparently it's something, I've read an article, it's not good if you carry your shell phone in your boobs. Interesting. I mean, yeah. And then I start to think about, I've been thinking about this a lot. The AirPods. Those mm. can't be good. Why not? Wireless AirPods and it's sending a signal. It's right next to your brain. <laughs> <laughs> this is what keeps me up at night. This is why I watch 90 Day Fiance. This is take, why he snacks on melatonin all the time. This is, no, I just need to take my mind off of all of these racing yeah, thoughts in my I, head. I didn't go that deep. I mean, my grandma charges her phone. She puts it on a, what do you, um, what do you call it? The things you bake stuff on. A baking sheet? A oh, baking? like a baking pan. Yeah. Because she thinks uh, if she leaves it on the counter, it would catch on fire. Huh? Mm-hmm. So she charges herself for every night she puts it on a baking pan. Because <laughs> it's a metal. Yeah. <laughs> it's meant to be hot. Uh, your grandma's thoughts on, <laughs> on cell phones and technology as well. This is the same woman who texts us happy birthday about three to four days before our birthday so that the text message has time to get there. So it's not late for our birthday. <laughs> Very true. We yeah, love her. We love Babichka. Ahoy, Babichka. Ahoy, Babichka. Um, so, yeah, so they're getting this argument, and Angela's pissed that he hasn't even asked to see her cooch. And she goes, you want to know a secret? Your visa's about here. But Lou told me if we're having problems, I should pull the visa and file for divorce. And Michael has like this smirk. When she mentions the visa are almost here, he gets this smirk on his face, but uh-huh. she catches it. She She's get, like, you, you, smile, you smiling? Smile, Michael. <laughs> Wipe that smile <laughs> off your face. Yeah. Oh my gosh. And she goes, you want to prove you love me? Take that Instagram down. You have till the morning. You know what's funny? This is all about Instagram. This is all. I know. That's it. There is nothing, nothing else. But you want to know the sad part? What? A lot of people's lives are all about social media. That's very true. It's not like, oh, it's oh, this is all about some little thing, mm-hmm. which you think social media is. No, social media is a big thing. Oh, I know. And people probably, multiple people will get divorced every year probably over social media. Yeah. What you're posting on it, who you're talking to mm-hmm. on it, the fact that you're spending so much time on it. True. I feel like, yeah, it's wild when you think about it. Oh, it's all about Instagram. Instagram is life for a lot of That's people. That's very true. Well, she gives him the ultimatum, sits in a cap, lights up a cigarette, and she's off. In style. In style. <laughs> um, here's the thing. Michael, episodes ago, said, give me 5000 I'll take the Instagram down. And you kind of go, oh, well, that's like blackmailing. That's interesting. You want money to take the Instagram down. But it makes sense because the only reason he wants the Instagram is to make money. 
Yeah. So it's like, buy me out of my contract. Pay me. I'll take down my source of income. Sure. But think about it. They're married. This is, yeah. this should not be happening in marriage. No, this is the most unhealthy relationship. Yeah. But I'm saying like, yeah, this whole thing is wrong. It's wrong that she's asking him to take the Instagram down. It was wrong for him to ask for five grand to take it down. Like, come on. No, I no. See, I'm defending the five grand because he's trying to use social media to make money. So if she's going to take away his source of income, then pay me. Okay. Okay. I want to see how Michael's making five grand a month. Five American grand. I bet you he could if he put some time into it. He would have hundreds of thousands of followers. There's people with that many followers, one post, you get a thousand bucks. Okay, he maybe. Could easily, okay. He could okay. easily, if he was able to chase that, he could easily make money. Well, And Angela's standing in the way. And that's where I go, sure, then you're right, Michael. If you're going to lose out on income, Angela should pay you to take it down. She should pay him regardless. That's the deal. That is the deal. She's the sugar mama. Yeah. Yeah. Anyways, Michael tells the cameras, he's like, I don't want to be a silent partner. I want my voice to be heard. And I found it very sad. Yeah. It's so sad. I find it sad that it's just so perpetual, just a relationship on the brink of destruction. It's There's never good times. No. I can't remember a good time that they've Mm -hmm. shared except when, when he was popping that penis for her. (laughs) <laughs> oh, pop that penis, right? Like there was like one good Skype call. The rest has been shit. And maybe there's an end in sight. Maybe Angela's going to pull the visa and, and that'll be it. But it doesn't seem like it. And Mm-mm. so it seems like it's two very unhappy people that yeah. just can't end it. Well, we'll see about that. We'll see if Michael deletes the Instagram by the next episode. <laughs> we'll see. The other thing is... Well, I guess she would track him down. I was like, he could have a fake account. Yeah. But if he wants to be, that's the thing. He could have a fake account and talk to girls mm-hmm. and see photos and do all that yeah. stuff. If he wants to be an influencer, it needs to be his real account. Yeah. Has to be verified. Has to be verified. Yeah. yeah. All right. That's the episode. What an episode. What an episode. Am I right? What an episode. Guys, thanks for listening. Follow us on Instagram at Married Reality Pod. Message us over there. Help, mm-hmm. help me out. Send me a story once in a while for a yeah. by the way. Love when you guys help us out. Thank you to Maya for helping us out this weekend. Also, guys, join us on the Patreon. No bad time to join the Patreon. Patreon.com slash Married to Reality. We got a lot of great stuff up there already and something really great in the works. All the holiday specials, guys. All the holiday specials. <laughs> the one, so expect the holiday special. I'm going to throw in a New Year's special. We're going to probably do a wait, New Year's. Wait, wait, two, two holiday specials? For New Year's and Christmas? Maybe. We'll see. Oh, we'll see, guys. We'll see. We'll see. But definitely holiday specials are coming because if we love the holidays, we will share them with you. We'll share our love for the holidays. So get on the Patreon, patreon.com slash married reality. Can we say all levels will get access to the holiday specials? Yeah, we're doing it already, so. All right, all levels will get access to the holiday specials. But if you want the single life, that's Cousins Club and Family Affair. And if you want that one extra monthly bonus a month, that's Family Affair, video, audio at the Family Affair level, you get it all. And Family Affair peeps, don't worry. These bonuses are on top of your bonus. Oh, that's right. You guys are getting bonuses on bonuses. Yeah, bonuses on bonuses. All right. So that's patreon.com slash Mary Reality. You're following the Instagram at at Mary Reality. Pod. Pod. 
Thank you. <laughs> so much going on right now. I'm just thinking about all the work we have to do. Um, <laughs> make sure you're following the podcast, the one you're listening to right here. It's so easy to do. You look down, you smash that follow button. Guys, smash it like it's as hard as the beautiful review mm-hmm. that we got. Oh. Because my stories are fab. And I'm thank kidding. you for leading me into my <laughs> final piece of housekeeping here. Sin City Nobre, thank you for the review. Thank you. A beautiful review. Yes, Teresa's stories are the best. Thank you. We uh, thank you for loving the podcast. We hope you are just a just a longtime fan of the pod now. No yeah. longer no longer new and loving it. Just long time and loving it. So thank you for that review. We love love. And if you haven't left the review, please, please do. All right, that is it. A bit of a longer episode today. Ah, so we had a lot to say. I had a lot to say. Thank you guys for listening. We love you guys. I've said it all. Have you said, said it all? All right. That means we'll talk to you guys soon. Bye bye. Bye bye.